Welcome and thank you for joining us on Inside Bend, a podcast where we get an inside look at the city of Bend from the people who keep our city running. You'll hear about the innovative ways our local government is responding to our community's needs and helping shape Bend's future. I'm your host, Jacob Larson. On today's episode, we're learning more about a topic that's becoming increasingly important, cyber security. The city's information security manager, Adam Young, joins us to explain what the city is doing to keep online data and information safe. He dives into the types of bad actors the city is trying to combat and explains how the city's being proactive in order to stop the hackers. Okay, let's get into this conversation now. Okay, today on the podcast, we are joined by Adam Young. He is our information security manager here at the City of Bend. Adam, thank you for taking the time to chat. Yeah, thank you, Jacob. You kind of have a fun, unique role. It's pretty new to the city. This is a new program. Um, We're going to dive into the world of cybersecurity and understand a little bit about why it's so important. Um, But I wanted to kind of learn a little bit about you first. Um, So how long have you been here at the City of Bend now? Yeah, I've been at the city for five years now now. Um, But I've been in IT for 20 plus years. Uh, I went to Oregon State University for my computer science degree. um, And I was uh, one of those unicorns uh, born and raised in Bend, Oregon. Okay, so can you explain to me a little bit about uh, the cybersecurity program? Yeah, um, although we've had always had a focus on cybersecurity, we have never had it officially declared as a city program. Giving it that type of structure allows us to focus resources to this ever-growing Uh, threat landscape that we're all currently living in. So this was kind of born out of being proactive then. Like we we really haven't seen like we do get threats, but not a ton of them. But this was more of a proactive thing for the city. Yeah, I mean, we do get threats every day. Uh, We haven't had a really major incident in a very, very long time. Um, But we are actively seeing threats throughout the day. Um, We've always had a cybersecurity Uh, not a program, but really kind of a stance where we had uh, specific individuals in IT always, you know, making sure and focusing on cybersecurity. But yeah, this is a very proactive stance of, okay, now let's make this an actual program. Let's make this um, something a little bit more professional and and well thought out and planned. And when you say like threat, I mean, that's kind of thrown around. We see that in the media. Now we see, you know, cybersecurity and cyber attacks all the time. What, What does that, what does that mean though? What are, what are people trying to do? Yeah, you know, the the big question I always get is, we're a small city, so why would we ever be attacked? Yeah. And really, it's not that we're being targeted. And then we may be targeted. There are times when they feel like our infrastructure isn't strong enough that they might be able to get in. Um, but really what's happening is they're throwing out a wide net to everybody. And whoever uh, is, you know, susceptible to click that link or download that file, then all of a sudden they have a way in. And once they've got a way in, they'll do some recon and see, okay, is this someone we can actually attack? So it's not that we're a small city, no one would really want to come after us, we're a government agency, there's no money in it. There is. 
Um, if they can get in, then they'll use that to their advantage in some way and uh, try to compromise us. What are some of the big threats that are out there then? Um, I, I mean, in, recently in the news, we've seen um, the DMV uh, get attacked. And so what, what are kind of some of those big threats that we're seeing? Yeah, back in the day, it used to be things like you get malware on your computer and make it run slow. And that was, you know, annoying, right? right? <laughs> but now it's very, very serious. Um, we're seeing a lot of the major threats being things like ransomware. Um, and uh, just recently at Curry County, they were hit by a ransomware event where uh, they were down for two months. And that's two months of not getting email, of being able to provide services. Uh, they really um, had a hard time recovering from that. But it's not just Curry County. We're seeing this all over um, the nation. We, you know, DMV was just hit with one themselves where 3.6 million uh, driver's license and ID cards were exposed. Uh, San Bernardino, Sheriff's County, they were hit with a 1.1 million just recently as well. Um, and then Dallas, Texas itself uh, was down for uh, six days. So it's it, it, that those are the type of attacks that really scare us or concern us in this industry. It's not just, oh, we have a virus, we have to clean off a bunch of computers. It's now all city services are down for multiple days. How are we gonna be able to provide services to the public? And when you say like city services are down, like does that mean basically like <laughs> everything's shut down or what, what does that mean exactly? I wouldn't say everything's shut down. Those services that rely so heavily on IT and infrastructure, um, think of that as that is all gone. How do you uh, now continue to run a city without that type of information? Uh, for example, one of our critical services, you know, is our water billing department at the city. Um, when systems crash, as those go down for several days, it can be really frustrating um, for our citizens. Uh, since that system is mostly digital, it could result in preventing us from getting bills out on time. Um, I know some of you are probably thinking, yay, but in reality, you know, people depend on bills showing up on time. Uh, many people have auto pay scheduled. Um, others might be living paycheck to paycheck, and an attack might require us to possibly charge two months worth of usage in one bill. And, you know, that could be very frustrating and difficult to our citizens. Wow. Yeah. So you're, you're, I mean, that's like, that's a big job, like to keep the city safe in a different sense. It is. And luckily we have a great IT team. We have a great cybersecurity team. So we have people dedicated on the IT team that's focused on cybersecurity as well. We meet regularly to look at what are our vulnerabilities? How can we protect the city against those vulnerabilities? Um, and so it is a lot. And this program is really important to bring it all together and have a focus for this. Right. And that was kind of leading to my next question. Like, that is probably the obvious question, but, you know, why is it so important that this work is getting done? Yeah, no, I mean, that's a great question. So, you know, there's there's a lot of organizations that don't really care about this and don't really do anything about it. And um, what you kind of want to be is the person that can run faster than the person next to you when the bear's chasing you, right? These threat actors are coming after organizations um, that have weak security. And as long as we as a city are better than a lot of those other organizations, it'd be a lot less likely we'd be attacked. And, um, you know, really the biggest scare for us is uh, if we are attacked, what's that going to do to the community? What's that going to do to our citizens? Uh, it might not just bring down services, but maybe there's information from our citizens that we're 
uh, exfiltrated and leaked. You know, we that would be a horrible thing to happen. So that's why these type of programs are just so critical. It's just another in the long list of services, really, that we provide to help keep the community safe and running. Yeah. Um, so that's a lot of doom and gloom, and um, <laughs> like it's 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 scary, but also good to know. Um, so it's good to be aware of these things. So what what are some tips you might have for people to help keep them safe um, when it comes to the internet? Yeah, you know, I would say, especially since the DMV hack that just occurred, doing simple things like locking your credit. And you can do that with the three different credit bureaus, so TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian. It takes almost no time, and um, your credit's really only needed when you're going to go out and buy a car or a house or maybe a cell phone plan. Um, But going on their websites and locking that down so that even though the bad actors might have your credit card or your social security number, they can't go and just open an account in your name. Um, Identity theft is really, really hard to come back from, and it takes maybe 10 minutes to go lock your credit, so I definitely recommend that. Uh, another big one is use a password manager. And again, this is this one I think is hilarious because people always, ah, oh, that's that's so much time and, and that's so frustrating. But really, they're very simple to use and it takes just a few minutes to get one set up. Most of them are free. Um, and you can then make sure that your uh, passwords aren't being reused, which is a real bad thing. Uh, for instance, if an actor knows that you have the same password for multiple accounts, well, they'll just go, you know, hog wild and take over a lot of your accounts. Um, another one I recommend is using a VPN. Uh, when you use a VPN, you're encrypting that traffic so that anyone else on that network can't see what you're doing. Uh, for example, if I were to go down to Starbucks right now, log into my public Wi-Fi or their public Wi-Fi, and I start maybe getting onto my bank uh, website and putting in credentials, well, that anyone else on that Starbucks public Wi-Fi can see that information. So what I want to do is use a VPN that will tunnel it and encrypt it so nobody else can access that. Um, and they're really just great for uh, any public Wi-Fi, so airport, coffee shops, stuff like that. Uh, there are a few other uh, things I would recommend doing. There's a website called Have I Been Pwned? And that's pwned spelled P-W-N-E-D. Um, that will tell you if your information has ever been in a data breach. And it tells you exactly what information was taken. So a lot of times you can see, oh, my password was taken from the LinkedIn data breach in 2021. Have I reset my LinkedIn password lately? Maybe I should. Uh, so that's that's another great one as well. Um, but yeah, there's, you know, just being very, very aware of what you're doing on your PC. Um, if you're not expecting an email, don't click the links or open the attachment, right? Never click a link or open an attachment from an email that you're just not expecting. Um, if you're confused about why you got that email from that person, don't respond to it because they can redirect that email. Instead, open a new email up and send to that person directly and say, hey, this is kind of odd. You know, what? what is this? Um, another thing I recommend is Instead of clicking links and emails, say, uh, you know, Apple wants you to reset your password, go to the Apple website, go to your login page, reset it there. Don't click the link in the email. So, you know, there's just a few things that you can uh, really save yourself from these these major threats just by, you know, being cautious. And if any time there's something that says, hmm, that seems odd, that should really 
cause you to pause and then really think about, well, should I do something to protect protect myself? Interesting. Um, just hearing you talk through all those those the, that advice and everything, it, it makes me think about all the education you do here with city staff too. Um, that seems like that's a lot of your workload too. We get emails from you all the time reminding us about you know just like you said, not clicking links from places we don't know. You even um, will test us sometimes and 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 send us uh, fake uh, emails and see if we click the links. So, but I mean that educational component. Why is that so important too? You know, it's it's insane how we can spend as you know, we can spend a lot of money on technology to protect the city from cyber threats, but a lot of the time um, what it comes down to is our end users, our our people on the front lines. So people opening the emails, clicking the links. Um, you know, if if you let them in the door and there's a vulnerability, um, they're in. So it is critical that people uh, are trained, take it seriously, and know what to do if they see something malicious or they they clicked a link on accident, you know, reporting that immediately to us. Have you had an instance then where you've seen bad actors attacking an account here at the City of Bend? Yeah, um, we get them pretty often, but uh, usually we're able to stop them pretty quickly. Uh, One incident I can remember would be a employee got a phishing email and they clicked on the link and put in their credentials. Um, But because we're training our users to report as fast as they can to us of anything suspicious, um, we were able to protect that account, get it locked down. And then we start seeing two hours later, bad actors coming in, trying to attack that account, trying to get in. All this work that you're doing, all this education and being proactive, like you're seeing this work, like it's paying off. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, the the training program, we're, we're collecting re- you know data on that and reporting. And um, I can say that we are definitely seeing um, some great results from this continuously going out. And then what does it take to kind of continue that staying one step ahead of the bad actors and and trying to, you know, keep up with different trends and all of that? Like, what does that kind of look like for you? Well, I don't know if we could ever say we're one step ahead of them. It's, uh, you know, watching the news, uh, being in the community, the cybersecurity community, working together with other agencies um, and collaborating together to identify the threats as fast as we can. Um, and then figure out a way to prevent them or uh, learn from each other of what tools that are working great for them. Maybe that's something we want to implement. Um, but, you know, it, it's a tough world out there because we have to be right 100% of the time and they only have to be right once. Are, so are you kind of seeing, you know, governments and public agencies kind of coming together in this this cybersecurity sector and sharing thoughts and ideas and learning from um, mistakes that have happened? Yeah, uh, one of the big, big things that's happened recently is the federal government started up CISA, which is kind of the cybersecurity version of the FBI. It's entirely de- a different department of the government. And they are working heavily with helping local and state governments um, bring their cybersecurity uh, environment into, you know, a better state. Uh, they offer a lot of free services. For instance, um, later on this year, we're taking 
uh, a tabletop exercise with them that was free, which is normally class or costs a lot of money. Um, so you know they're they're working to bring all of us together. That's great. What is it for you with this new role in this program that you love so much? Kind of what what motivates you to keep doing the work that you're doing? I mean, it's it's keeping the citizens in this community safe. That's that's the number one thing that I feel like. I wake up every day and I have that goal and that drive and mission to make sure that that happens. And, and that's great. But also the community itself is just ever evolving. Everything is new and different and exciting and uh, scary a lot of times. But, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of really interesting people in this community um, uh, that that we all are working together where it feels like uh, we're a big team, we're a big army fighting against adversaries. We're all on the same page. So that, that, that's just been awesome. Thank you so much, Adam, for joining me on the podcast. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Jacob. That's great. Thank you for tuning in to Inside Bend. If you enjoy listening, don't forget to subscribe and you can check back each month for new episodes. And also a very special thank you to the Pitchfork Revolution for providing us with this music.